Hello everyone, this is episode 5 of Just a Couple Thoughts. I am half your resident couple, uh, Kevin. I'm Sarah. Hello. Hello. It's us again. Can yeah. you imagine episode 5, we're back. You're like, why are you back? <laughs> why are you here? I mean, if, you, if you're watching episode 5, I hope that you at least... You know we have four other episodes, so all I don't think you have to worry that you're back. All six of you. <laughs> Actually, all five, because I think one of them, it was like, oh no, wait, I didn't watch the last one. <laughs> I didn't watch the last one, so it's six. Six people. Yep, six people watching our podcast right now. Wow. You know, that's better than no people. You know, even if no one watches this, I'm still going to upload it, honestly. Mm. No. I think it's more fun just to uh, talk than the actual uploading and the views itself. I think it's funny because the first episode, well, the first episode always gets a lot of views, right? Mm-hmm. First episode got a lot of views. Second episode was a little bit less. So I'm wondering if every episode, because of our opinions, we just keep losing more and more people <laughs> until it's just down to our friends. <laughs> yeah. So again, like I said, like that's, <laughs> it's more important for me that we just talk Right, rather than get the views. I mean, the views are nice, right? Yeah. Uh, I think what's also important to me is the actual like feedback and comments. Mm-hmm. So you know, which I have not set up that email yet. Uh, I will get on that. Uh, hopefully, the email will be in the description, and I'll actually mention the name in the next uh, podcast. So, mm-hmm. but I have not decided on the email name yet. Got a couple ideas, but I don't want to say them in case it confuses everyone in the podcast. I think we should go with Jacked. <laughs> I think that's a great name. Jacked. Just J-A-C-T. Yeah, Jacked. I mean, I'll see if it's taken or not. So do you have a question for us, Sarah? Do I have a question for today? Or not quite a topic? A topic? I was trying to think of one, but I couldn't really think of one today. Why do you have one? Sort of. I'm thinking about getting to more specific topics today. Okay. Right. Okay. Um. Well. Okay. Cause by the time you get back from Hawaii, it would be the week where Avengers Endgame comes out. Mm-hmm. Right. So I kind of want to talk about the Marvel movies. In intense. In, so when you come back, we can talk about Endgame, I guess. Okay. Since we both have sort of. Uh, I don't want to say strong opinions about the Marvel movies. Mm. Right? Mm. I, if well, you remember co- from episode one, yeah, I have... Yeah, we covered it a little bit in the first first episode, but I don't quite remember what we talked about specifically. Mm. So I, I, I said it briefly that I just don't like the Marvel movies, right? Mm. And it's not... Uh, it's not just the Marvel movies. Like I mentioned, also that like the DC movies also suck. I think I have a problem with like most superhero movies in general, at least most current superhero movies in general. No, so, so I'm not. I know that you you've said before to me personally that you think like all the Marvel movies are pretty much the same, right? Yeah, I've said that. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you have any like other particular opinions on the Marvel movies, or I guess superhero movies in general. Well, I like superhero movies, hmm. I think. We thought, right? 
Well, yeah, okay, but here here's the thing though, because we haven't seen, I haven't seen all of the Marvel movies, so I haven't seen Thor, I haven't seen Thor, the Dark World. I mean, okay, I haven't, I only haven't seen, I think, from the Marvel side, two movies. I haven't seen Captain Marvel, and I haven't seen um, Captain America. Captain America: Winter Soldier. That people say it's the best one. Yeah, people say it's the good best one. I'll take the word for it. I I think that I would like it. So honestly, I'll take the word for it and say it's you know it's probably good. Mm. It's just the ones that I have seen has always been at best just good, and at worst just awful. And mm. most of them is just in below average area. Are we talking like? superhero movies as a whole or are we talking just marvel movies well right now i'm just talking about marvel movies if we're talking about superhero movies as a whole let's say like including like all the old school superhero movies like daredevil <laughs> i guess so. daredevil electra i guess superman mm. batman dark knight and all that stuff is aeon flux considered a superhero no i think that's just a comic book movie oh yeah I mean, there's they a small like, difference, but there is a difference, I believe. Because they have, like, superpowers. Yeah. But they're, like, born and, like, bred to have those, like, super abilities. I mean, I don't know how I would define, like, a superhero movie. I don't know. That, that's, a, that's a hard description to put, especially when you want to differentiate between comic book and superhero movies. Mm. Right? Because the only thing that gets adapted now is superhero movies. Yeah. So, but like comic books, and comic books are very different. Like you, you know that I'm a I'm a big comic book fan, right? Mm. Uh, and this is a big shock to me. <laughs> this is a huge shock to me. No, come on, you've been with me to the comic shops. So, uh, but I'm a pretty I'm a pretty big comic book fan, uh, especially more old school comics. Uh, up until like. I forgot when exactly I stopped reading both DC and Marvel and picked it back up. But somewhere in like late 2000s, I stopped reading comic books for a while. And I picked it back up like early college, basically. So 2013. Mm. Uh, So there's a a big like five-year chunk where I stopped reading comics. And that was during like a lot of the, the most unliked events. I think like around early uh, New Fifty Two, I stopped reading comics. Um, during uh, I forgot what it's called, but like the, the Marvel event with the the Phoenix Force and how the Phoenix Force got split off and joined all the X Men or whatever, or not all the X Men, some of the X Men, and then fucking Cyclops killed Professor Xavier. I guess spoilers for that event a couple years ago, a couple many years ago. But um, what I'm trying to say is like I stopped reading superhero comics for a while, and then what I ended up reading instead was a lot of indie comics. So a lot of the Dark Horse and like Damage comics, and I won't call I wouldn't call most of them like superhero movies, uh, superhero comics, right? Hmm. Uh, I can't think of many I I read back then because it was mostly just like I read like one or two issues. I just stopped reading it. Mm-hmm. Well, for instance, like one comic I'm reading now is like Wayward, right? Mm-hmm. Wayward and Birthright, mm-hmm. which are both, when they came out, pretty popular at the time. The trades come out super slow, and I only read the trades for them because I wasn't reading them when the issues came out. Um, but 
if those ever got adapted to like movies or TV shows, I would feel very cautious calling them superhero movies or TV shows, you know? Yeah. 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 It, it's kind of like people who like, how can I say this? I mean, it's, it's like saying that like The Matrix is a superhero movie, which it's not really. <laughs> it's not really. But he has, like, super, like, human abilities, Mm -hmm. and he lives in, like, and he is, like, the one guy that has, like, these superhuman abilities Mm -hmm. and and saves a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. So to them, he's, like, a superhero, right? Or he's God, the one. He's, like, Jesus or something. The way I describe it is kind of like how I think superhero movies or whatever they're a genre superhero comics are like a genre within a medium right Mm. so like for instance like if an anime came out you're not gonna call all of them shonen right even even though like the only real animes that kind of get adapted are either shonen or seinen right to around here in hollywood yeah and if like a a shoujo series got released here right Mm -hmm. um it would kind of like not necessarily like break the anime stereotypes that we have now or anime movie stereotypes, but it would, it would more or less be like, so are you comfortable, even though the only things that got adapted are shown in the same series, are you comfortable calling whatever new things that was originally an anime get adapted to Hollywood? Would you be comfortable calling that an anime movie? Which like, yes, but I wouldn't call it like, I wouldn't associate it with the other movies, right? Yeah. Okay. So, what's the popular? Uh, what was the most popular anime movies that got adapted to Hollywood? Idea Battle Angel. Anything else? Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow, technically yes. Uh, even though that wasn't anime, but like, but like stuff like that, right? Idea Battle Angel, Edge oh, of Tomorrow are good um, examples. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. Was that? Did it have a American yeah. release? American Hollywood release? What? Oh yeah, yeah, it did. With the oh, I totally forgot about it already. What? <laughs> it was a ScarJo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like, those three movies are good examples because they're all like very sci-fi and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But like, let's say like if they ever decide to adapt like a like a Fruits Basket movie to Hollywood, right? That'd be weird, right? That'd be weird. And like, would you like if you say like, oh, that's like an anime movie, and people were like, oh, kind of like how I need a Battle Angel or Edge of Tomorrow or like, yeah, or Ghost in the Shell or any movies. Like, you wouldn't do that. And I feel like the problem, like that, isn't as bad an example or a bad of a problem with anime as it was comic books. Because with anime movies, like people, most people understand that, like, oh, it's a medium from Japan, right? Or it's like a, a medium, or like a medium that most people know, right? What do you mean by that? Because I don't think that's true. I don't think people would. Most people would be like your average viewer would be like that's from Japan. I mean, okay, if, if they know that it's adapted from something, right? Mm-hmm. They'll at least know that it's adapted from an anime, right? I feel like that's a a logical conclusion. Like, oh, it's adapted. And then you look it up, like, oh, is that from anime? And then well, yeah, associate anime from, yeah. Yeah, right? if you look it up. But if you just, like, looked at it, you wouldn't immediately associate it with an anime. You'd be like, oh, it's a comic book. No, but that that that, that that's kind of, like, my, my point where, like, if most people, like, they won't know The Crow is, like, 
a comic book unless you actually like look it up, right? I didn't know it was a comic book. Yeah, at one point it was a comic book, I believe. Um, pretty sure, right? Or it was like inspired by a comic book, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Where like most people wouldn't know that like Ghost in, uh, uh like the Matrix was inspired by Ghost in the Shell or like or lots of things like they won't know that the original source material, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure like most people when Lord of the Rings came out didn't know it was a book series first. Really? I think so. I guess that makes sense because who else would be reading Lord of the Rings except for really nerdy people mm-hmm. who play D and D? Yeah. So when it, so at, when it first so. came out, like people would think like, oh, it's a fantasy movie, right? Mm-hmm. But like if they look it up and see what it's adapted from, then they would know like, oh, this is from a book. This is from this. This is that. Yeah. And then if people would look up like an anime adaptation, they're like, oh, it's from an anime, and most people would know what anime is. It's from a Japanese cartoon. A Japanese cartoon. Even if it's like a very base understanding, I feel like most people would know what anime is. Now. At least now, yeah. Yeah. Um. Again, like, very based understanding. But my issue, what I'm trying to say, I feel like that's harder to do with comic book movies now. Because the only thing that gets adapted from comic books is superhero stuff. Yeah. Right? And that's, it's kind of unfair because, like, even though the majority of stuff is superhero, um, like, the superhero genre, that's not all of it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, if Birthright ever gets adapted in some way, like, I feel like, I'll, that would be weird to describe as like a a comic book movie now. Mm-hmm. Well, like uh, freaking The Walking Dead that got adapted into like a miniseries or the the TV series, the right? TV series, yeah. But that's a good point. Like The Walking Dead is like a comic book um, series that got adapted to a TV series, right? Yeah. And most people would know it's a comic book series. Um, that that is a good point. I just don't feel like that applies to most things. I feel like Walking Dead is a weird exception. If, if like if Birthright came out and you said it's a comic book movie, I feel like the first thing people will think is the Marvel stuff, right? Or the DC stuff. Mm. Because they're the biggest juggernauts in the comic book industry. Yeah. And they're the only movies that get adapted. Right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I feel... I feel weird like describing like in, in this hypothetical world where um where the comic books the indie comic books I read come uh, gets adapted. I I feel weird describing them as comic book movies sometimes in this hypothetical reality. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, even then, like I I kind of feel weird describing like uh Wayward as like a comic book series to people who are not comic book fans. Right. I mean, oh Archie. Archie has its own series. That's true. Archie does have its own series. But, but I feel like Archie, like Riverdale, right? I feel like Riverdale is at a point where it's just so separate from the comic books that people don't know it's comic book adaptation. People don't know that it's Archie. Yeah, people don't know it's Archie. Which, to me, I'm just like, but it's called Riverdale, and Riverdale is very Archie. No, but that's the thing. Like People have this very base understanding. Richie Rich also got its own Disney Channel show. Yeah. Can you believe that? But but that's what I'm saying. Like people have this very base understanding mm-hmm. with the actual medium itself, so it's kind of hard to describe them as that kind of medium, right? Mm-hmm. If if you say like Archie is from a comic book series, right? People will be like, oh, okay, <laughs> like I know like wonder like what the comic book is about, 
even though the comics just normal Archie everyday life. Even the new Archie is very Archie. Mm-hmm. Like when you read it, it's like, wow, that's very Archie. Yeah, the art style is different, is different but it feels Archie. Yeah. Right? Which I love because I love Archie. Mm-hmm. Um, not to like, I feel like this is a very big tangent, but I was just thinking because we're talking about like Richie Rich and Archie. So like Archie um, had a bunch of different like cartoons and stuff. Has a lot of different crossovers with like really weird like really weird crossovers in the comics anyway mm. but like archie and like josie and the pussycats are very like intertwined with each other mm. and so they do a lot of crossovers there and they meet each other in their universe but also archie had like a tv series i guess like a cartoon series it was like but it was like a supernatural archie mm. do you remember that yeah and Richie Rich had that movie with, um, who was in it? I don't remember that with actors. It was, it's Kevin from Home Alone. Oh my God. Why am I blanking? I'm, I'm bad with actors. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. With Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Which is like the only movie that I watched in elementary school. Hmm. But all of those, I mean, I feel like if you watch that arch or the, that um, I'm sorry, that Richie Rich, right? Mm. Would you necessarily think... You wouldn't necessarily think that it's from a comic, right? Yeah, and, and that's my point. That's exactly my point. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like, okay, look, here's, an, here's a recent example, right? Um, the Netflix series with uh, Sabrina. The, um, oh, what's it called? The Chilling... The Chilling, chilling uh, Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage yeah. Witch. Right, most people don't know if that's from a comic. How is that possible? Because people think it's just like a Netflix original series, and but, it doesn't help that Netflix puts it as a Netflix original. Yeah, but it's like Sabrina, the Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. I mean, like that had its own like series. That it had its own like TV series. Mm-hmm. But most people don't know is like that specific series was originally from a comic, which I love the comic. Uh, like I really liked the comic I never watched the Netflix series Because I just didn't care enough I mean I don't like Riverdale And when I saw it was made by the Riverdale people I'm like Ooh. <sighs> Okay let me tell you First season of Riverdale So good <laughs> So So good So sure. So awful So terrible But so good Sure It's like watching Twin Peaks I mean, did you watch Twin Peaks? Not, not really. Not too much of it. I think I started like the first episode, and I'm like, man, this is very Archie. Because it's, it's isn't like, it the other way around? Yeah, well, Archie's very Twin Peaks. Archie is very Twin Peaks because it's a small town where everybody knows everything about everybody, mm. and there's a murder, mm. and then that's basically Twin Peaks. And there's like corruption and like you know backstabbing and mm. whatever, but. Yeah, like, but but that's like my point. But yes, I see your point. Yeah, I see your point that it's like not. I see what you're getting at. Yeah. Well, it's it's harder to describe something as like oh, this is from a certain medium because mm-hmm. that medium's kind of overtaken by yeah. superhero. My brain is working series. at like you know two seconds. Like that's why I, I even though like it is a tangent on my side too, where um 
like I like comic books a lot. So especially stuff that aren't superhero series, right? I love superhero comic books. Don't get me wrong. I grew up with them, and I some my uh, some of my favorite comic books are from superhero arcs, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like I would enjoy watching adaptations from like more indie series first, uh, or I I like the more indie series like better, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, even though I haven't seen it, like I'm sure I, on some level I would like the the Chilling Adventures of the Three Hundred Teenage Witch, right? I feel like that, uh, like, comic book like indie stuff is so unique um, that uh, I would enjoy watching more because they're so different from everything mm-hmm. else. But I don't feel that way about a lot of the comic book movies, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a shame because I do think like a lot of comic book comics, uh, superhero comics, are unique. Mm. Right, like, um, what was the latest comic book movie we saw? Aquaman. Yes. Yes. Aquaman was the latest comic book movie we saw, and I feel like if they actually adapted more of the New Fifty Two Aquaman, the first couple arcs, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I would have enjoyed that more. Right, but the way that, um. Uh, Aquaman is the Aquaman movie is now it just feels like another superhero movie which is something that I was expecting but I didn't want DC to go towards because I told you this before when the DCEU was starting to become a thing that um, I didn't want it to be like Marvel like I like I didn't mind the DCEU movies being bad right because at least they felt different from Marvel movies mm-hmm. but as time went on, they started becoming more and more like Marvel movies. I feel, yeah. And I feel like that's gonna come to a head with Shazam, where it's just, it's only gonna feel like a Marvel movie, or like what what the Marvel series has already set up. And I said this before, like I feel like at this any time they, they want to go all in on the Marvel feel, it would be Shazam because that's like the most accurate, like Marvel feeling. Uh, Hero, you could do that with, yeah. But some of the other um, comics, I don't think. For me personally, right, I don't think that's uh, something that I would enjoy, right? Yeah. Like if if we had like a more Marvel style Batman, yeah, I feel like that'd be awful. <laughs> I feel like if we had a more Marvel style Superman, that would be awful. And when I say Marvel style, I mean like the movies, right? Mm-hmm. If, if they all had that sort of feel, then uh, I, I just, I can't deal with that, right? Yeah. And then even then, like, I don't like a lot of the um, the interpretation the MCU has done with their uh, heroes. What, what's an example? Like, I don't Doc like... Doc Strange. Yeah, I don't like MCU Doc Strange. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they kind of took away a lot of his character from... Um, the original comics, which to be fair, he didn't have a lot of character, right? But what was there was enough to basically off of. But I feel like they did, they kind of took away the, the base Doc Strange mm-hmm. and just put in more of just like the the brooding the the brooding rich billionaire thing yeah. that Tony Stark has, yeah, right. And, th- and that's something I don't like about. But it. he's like even more boring because he's less witty. Yeah, so. <laughs> Unless it's Infinity War Where he has war wit Because they kind of want There's only two kind of characters That I feel like Marvel um, Marvel can um, The MCU can write For the male characters at least 
which is uh, the Captain America, which is the good people. Well, not good people. The the goody two shoes. The goody two shoes, or Tony Stark, right? Yeah, like the rebel. The 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 rebel uh, witty. Yeah, witty, funny witty guy. guy who's also sort of an asshole. Yeah. Right. I feel like those are the only two male characters that could write. Yeah, because it's like... And then all the female characters get shafted. Because, <laughs> like, let's think about that. Like, who who else is, like, Tony Stark? Well, of course, himself. Yeah. Who himself. else is Robert Downey Jr., basically? Um, <sighs> basically, you either got goody two-shoes or the, the wit asshole, right? Yeah. They don't necessarily have to be all billionaires. They don't necessarily have to be, like, Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. But I feel like those are the only two spectrums that Marvel male characters have. Like, goody two shoes, you got like, oh, there's um, uh, Captain America, obviously. T'Challa. Uh, yeah, T'Challa, uh, Black Panther, uh, War Machine to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, the Falcon guy. The <laughs> Falcon, yeah. Uh, and then on the other hand, oh, Vision. <laughs> oh, yeah. The goody two shoes. But I, I feel like, uh, and then on the other hand, you have the, the witty asshole. So, like, Star Iron Lord. Man. Um, Ant-Man, uh, what was his name? I forgot his name. I don't care. I don't care about that iteration of Ant-Man that, that much. Um, well, what else? It's, um... I already said one. What? I said Star-Lord. Uh, Star-Lord, right? Yeah. Um, like, I feel like that's, that's already, like, most of the male characters there are. Like, like Thor began as a goody two-shoes. And then turned into more of a witty asshole. Yeah. <gasps> right? Even even the Hulk is a little like okay, like the Hulk is weird because the <laughs> Hulk himself doesn't have a personality, but Bruce Banner is goody two shoes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And like I know, like people people would say like, oh, but these characters like have different quirks to them, and that's true to a certain extent. Oh, Hawkeye. I feel like Hawkeye. Hawkeye's like, goody two shoes. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like uh, that's true to certain extent that each of them have like their own unique kind of character. Like you're never going to confuse like Captain America with someone like mm-hmm. Star Lord or yeah. No, I feel like no, you're never going to confuse Tony Stark with Star Lord, right? Mm. But I feel like there's not enough depth to these characters uh, to basically make that sort of distinction. Sometimes. I feel like they're like dumbed down, so. It's almost like, you know, superhero movie for babies. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, this is bad guy, but he's also, but, and it's like, this is bad guy, and he has no personality. Yeah, this is bad guy, this is good guy, they fight now. Yeah, this is good guy, but he's a rebel, and he doesn't like to, like, play by the rules. Well, you know? have that, like, 90s trailer. <laughs> because that's that's what it is, isn't it? Like, I mean, Ant-Man, Iron Man, all the other mans. <laughs> they're all, like, guys that don't like to play by the rules, who, like, who fight another guy mm-hmm. who is the same guy with a better suit and better stuff, and then they beat them in the end. I mean, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. No, 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 I'm yeah. not. I'm not disagreeing. They get the opposite suit, and then they beat them in the end. They're like, "My hey, suit hey, is better." At least in Thor, all the all the villains were different from Thor. They just were memorable for the most part. <laughs> or they're not memorable, right? Like yeah. the Ant Man guy, 
the, the one well, guy, the bald guy, guy from another Ant-Man. different suit, and that was what the yellow jacket. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I don't know what his character name is because fuck that movie's forgettable as shit. But remember when Anthony died? Oh, I don't give a no, shit. Anthony. Yeah, because. <laughs> but that, that's my thing with the Marvel movies is that they're so basic, forgettable. They're so basic and forgettable for the most part. And the 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 exceptions are something that like the fan base really really holds on to, hmm. right? Like, oh, Thor Ragnarok was so different from the other Thors. Like, yes, that's true. I still think it's not a good movie. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily make it a good movie just because it's different. Yeah. Or like, um, I feel like... Right. L- let me get into what I like about the Marvel movies first before I go into my, my I guess, hot takes. Mm. Right? I think all the Marvel movies, for the most part, are entertaining. Right? Yeah. Yeah. At the very least, they are entertaining. Just because I don't think they're good as movies doesn't mean I can't find entertainment in them, right? Mm-hmm. This may be a bad example because of comparing something that's really, really shit to something that's the MCU, but like that's like the same thing for me for most of the Transformers movies. Mm. <laughs> Where I find the Transformers movies entertaining, but they're all really bad. Yeah. Right? Uh, I'm not saying the MCU is as bad as them, but you kind of get my point there. Mm-hmm. Where they don't necessarily need to be good movies in order for, you, for them to be entertaining. And I find all the Marvel movies entertaining. That's well, how, most of the Marvel movies entertaining. That's how I feel about a lot of the X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, these are really bad. But they're entertaining. But I'm entertained. Yeah. Or the fa- Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Not the new one, but the old, old one. ones. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, man, I really like that movie. That was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> good movies relative to yeah i'm like that wasn't i'd watch it again because <laughs> like um yeah but that's my thing with a lot of the the moral movies where it's like i i find them entertaining and i feel like they're very easy movies to get into hmm. right because they're like really basic for people that's what i'm saying kevin hmm. it's superhero movies for babies well what was a superhero movie for adults the dark knight I don't even know. I guess. That's the closest thing we got, and I feel like that's not, like... I don't know. Have you ever like, watched... I like The Dark Knight. I like Dark Knight a lot. Uh, it has issues, but I like it a lot. I think it really works as a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I think is a really boring superhero movie? Batman Begins or whatever. <laughs> the first one? That one sucks, okay? It's a lot of just talking and not enough Batman, and I know it's his origin story, but mm-hmm. still, like, wow. Wow. Because, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. But what, what was I getting into? It's um, what I like about the Marvel movies. I, I get- feel like that's about it. Like, the, I feel like the Pacific movies I like. Like, I like Guardians of the Galaxy a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the first Guardian Galaxy a lot. I don't like two as much, but I still think it's decent. <laughs> Right. I think Yondu is the best part of two. Yeah, Yondu is the best part of two. I think Yondu is probably one of the few good parts about two. I I think I can only name like three good things about two. I think I cried. When, yeah, you did. When when Yondu died, and yeah. I was like, I, Well, you you cried during the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. It was very emotional because I'm like, dude, he's dead. I can't believe it. Because hmm. like, there's there's three good uh, things I like about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. It's Yondu. 
because I, I like his character arc. Mm-hmm. I like um how I like how it ends the mm-hmm. funeral how uh Star Lord talks to Rocket Raccoon yeah how Gamera uh, and Star Lord don't necessarily get together because they both need to become uh, better people yeah and I like the themes of two which is like oh it's about fatherhood and parenthood and everything like that mm-hmm. I really like those three things. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of that movie does not work, <laughs> but those three things are really, really good. I just really like the scene where they break out of the raider ship or whatever. Yeah, and, and it's then, Rocket Raccoon and Yondu. Uh, and that was great. Yeah. That was my favorite. Oh, that's just oh, so good. <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah. So I feel like those are the three things I really like about Garden of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, two. Uh, I like Garden of the Galaxy Volume 1 a lot. I like the camaraderie. I like the writing in 2. Uh, one, I, I like the feel of 1. Mm-hmm. I like how it introduces all the characters and gives me a really good understanding of them mm-hmm. um, by the end of the movie. So, And I like how they all change by the end of the movie. Yeah, That's the thing that I don't think a lot of superhero movies do, where they change by the end of the movie. Yeah, they're like different people. Yeah. Because they've gone, they've gone on this journey together. Yeah. I feel like for most of the Marvel movies, what... They don't necessarily change. The only thing that really changed about them was that they have powers now. Yeah. Is that either they have powers, they understand their powers a little bit better, mm. or they just, I don't know, they're better at ruling a kingdom <laughs> of some sort. Yeah. They just become better at doing whatever they were doing before, or they blow up all their suits. Yeah. Like I don't feel like they actually go through a character change, right? Yeah. For the most part. Uh, I I feel it's a little bit unfair to the Marvel movies. I feel like about maybe like half the cast has gone to character change you know, for the first time. You know who I feel like is the same even after everything that has happened to him? What? Like Tony Stark. To a certain extent. I feel like he is the same guy. Like, you know, I mean, I know that he had that whole like... PTSD with him dying. That gets played off as a joke later? Yes, yeah. yes, I know. Yeah, it's like... But that's the point. That's my point, right? Mm. Is that anything that happens to these characters, if it's, like, really traumatic... It's, it's, it's more like or less a, non-consequential. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a joke. And it's like, you know, I mean... Oh, I'm not going to say it's a joke. I, I feel like, again, I feel like that's a little bit unfair to an MCU. I'm trying to be as fair as I can be. Because I do feel like I'm a little harsh on the MCU sometimes. But... I do feel like it's not necessarily play as a joke, but I feel like it's very non-consequential to the actual character itself. Like Iron Man's PTSD is definitely a case in that. Non-consequential. Yeah. Yes. I feel like uh, Iron Man's PTSD is very is a very good example of that. Where like it's important for one movie, but by the end of it, it doesn't matter that much. He anymore. just gets over his PTSD. Well, not even because he still goes with PTSD attacks in the other movies, but they don't care. No one cares. <laughs> This is it, though. Like, no, the people just stop caring about Iron Man's PTSD. And, like, I feel like that's a very awful thing to show. Didn't Thor get his eye back in the... Yeah, he got a cybernetic eye. I don't think that's the point. <laughs> Isn't that kind of like the point was like, oh, well, he's lost something? I like... Like, he's lost everything and he's lost an eye? No, it's so funny. Because in Thor Ragnarok, it's all about how... Um, the movie's more or less is all about how like he doesn't need to rely on his weapon yeah or some it's all about him mm-hmm. that's why like asgard does not need to rely on the home 
Asgard is where it's the where people the people are. are. Yeah. yeah. So it is all about how like you shouldn't be attached to like something else mm-hmm. to be your identity. Your identity is you, mm-hmm. more or less. It's a very like basic viewing of mm-hmm. of Ragnarok. But I I find it so funny that in Infinity War, where it's like, oh, I need to beat Thanos, and I need to get a new weapon. <laughs> Because it stops being about like oh, it's not about uh, it's not about me anymore. I just need to get a better weapon to beat Thanos now. <laughs> so is a a lot of the character arc that these characters go through stop mattering by the end of the movie, right? Yeah, I've and I feel like it's even worse with some other characters like Ant Man. Ant Man at the beginning of the movie. Is exactly the same as, as Ant Man yeah. in the end of the movie. Yeah, he just got a suit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's another movie I didn't watch. Ant Man and the Wasp. Like maybe that movie is good. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think people say a lot of good things about it. But maybe, maybe he goes through a character change in Ant Man and the Wasp. Who knows? <sighs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't really have nice things to say i, I know we didn't really transition to us saying nice um bad things from nice things but i think this is the point where you have to just say all the things we don't like about the marvel movies okay i will say some things that i do like okay because you said things that you like so i'll say a couple of things that i like because I, I do like some things about about the marvel movies i i agree that they're entertaining mm-hmm. i can't deny that mm-hmm. i can't deny the only movie I've been really bored in is Ant-Man when I watch it a second time. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, you fell asleep in Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Yeah. So we went to... So the story behind that... I don't think we need to tell the story. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell the story because I think it's... I think... I don't know. I guess maybe it's not that important, but I thought it was kind of funny. Because we went to, uh, this was like, uh, we went to go see Iron Man 3 um, after we had gone to prom. Mm. So, like, um, all of our friends were like, we rented, like, this limo. limo. Mm. And we uh, went to prom, went back a little bit earlier, and then caught a showing of, like, Iron Man 3. Mm. But everyone was so exhausted at least I was. Mm. I was so tired. I just fell asleep. And I woke up and I feel like I didn't really miss anything. <laughs> you, you fell asleep midway through the movie and you woke up by the climax. Yeah. And you're right. I don't think you missed a lot. I think you got the basic idea. I think I woke up and then it was like the Mandarin isn't really the Mandarin. And I mm. was like, I don't, I'm really confused. Yeah. But, but then that, I was it like, it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Then I was like, well, it didn't matter that he wasn't the Mandarin because that guy's a Mandarin now. Yeah. And then that's a good point because when you fell asleep, it was just that chunk where they were like, "Who's the Mandarin?" and like yeah. you find out who the Mandarin is, and then it turns out he's not the Mandarin. Yeah. So technically, that entire chunk is pointless. Yeah. Or it's not pointless. It's not important to watch. <laughs> I think I fell asleep when he was in the snow when he had like busted up his suit mm-hmm. and he landed in the snow and he was like talking to this kid. Yeah, I think that's after the attack at his house and like that. Yeah, after his house falls into the ocean or something like that. I don't know. I just felt like I was sitting there and I was like, I couldn't I just didn't I didn't even have to watch this movie. I could have just watched that Mm. the first part of the movie and then the last part of the movie. Mm. And I feel like I wouldn't have missed anything. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, you you're missing. You would miss, I guess, the twist, which like I don't like it because I feel like it makes most of the movie inconsequential. Again, <laughs> why wasn't the Mandarin? Why was he called the Mandarin? Well, <laughs> did they not want to make it racist by making him? Well, in the comic books, he actually is Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I'm like, is it is it racist for him to be Chinese? And called the Mandarin. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't make him like actually Chinese. I don't know why they made a lot of decisions in that movie, right? Mm. But um, the the thing you'd be missing is like the Mandarin twist and Tony Stark dealing with his PTSD, and that's it. That that's what you're missing. Granted, I feel like the PTSD would have been important, but it ended up not being. Mm. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you like about the Marvel movies? I think they're funny. Yeah, sometimes. I thought Thor Ragnarok was kind of funny. Mm. I didn't, but you know that humor's subjective. Yeah, right? I thought it was funny, but I was also like really bored. In Thor Ragnarok, yeah, yeah. We talked about this before, where it's like I feel like a lot of Thor Ragnarok was just not important. Yeah. Right. I feel like the space scene was only like because they wanted to do bit of Planet Hulk. Right? And that's it. That, that's, that was the only thing the space scene was kind of important for. Mm-hmm. That they want to do a little bit of Planet Hulk. Because the entire point of the movie is about Asgard and um, Thor uh, dealing with his identity as, like, being an Asgardian and being, like, and knowing that, like, his powers not rely on the hammer. Right? Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> believing in yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. Um... So and I feel like the entire sequence at the space coliseum does not contribute to that. It's the only thing that you get is that he learns that he can do electric things. Yeah, you know you can do electric things. You get Hulk, without his hammer. Yeah, you, know. you you get Hulk back, but he didn't need to be there in the first place. And you meet the angel who who is there, the Valkyrie. The Valkyrie, yeah, that's it. But I feel like a lot of that did not need to take place in space. Jeff Goldblum been... was there. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum was there. So I guess it all was worth it in the end. <laughs> but like, and I feel like a lot of that didn't need to take place in the space coliseum. And they could have just cut it down and do that somewhere else. Uh-huh. I okay. That, that that okay. I think this is. I need to get to my point where what I really don't like about the Marvel movies now. Okay. Which is, I feel like the Marvel movies have too much fluff. Mm. They're not concise enough sometimes. That's what I mean by like Thor Ragnarok is a good example of that. About that, we're like technically yes, the space scenes are important because they introduce all these characters in the space, right? I forgot what the planet's called. I don't give a shit. It's Space Coliseum. But I feel like they didn't need to do that. If they wanted to get Bruce Banner back, if they wanted to get the Valkyrie in, they could have done that anywhere else, mm-hmm. right? Anywhere else in a shorter amount of time. And then they could have done more important things in that movie, mm-hmm. right? But because it took place in that Coliseum and because they wanted to do Planet Hulk so badly. Is that a thing? Planet Hulk? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you, you, okay. Planet Hulk is an arc in in the comic books where 
the Avengers, yes, excluding the Hulk, uh, were like, all right, the Hulk is too dangerous, so we're going to shoot him in space. That's kind of messed up. <laughs> yeah. So they shoot the Hulk in space. The Hulk gets pissed off because... He's yeah, the Hulk. he's Hulk, <laughs> and and landing in he lands in this planet where it's just a coliseum, right? Yeah, and because he's a Hulk, he pretty much wins the coliseum and becomes the ruler of the planet. And then to get his revenge, he flies back to Earth to fight all the Avengers. Uh, you know, but that's fair. Yeah. I would be pretty mad too if yeah. my so, friends sent me to. <laughs> so obviously, they didn't do that entire arc, but. The plan, uh, what they wanted to do was basically show the Planet Hulk armor, which is what he wore at the Coliseum, mm. and have him fight Thor. That's it. Uh, and I feel like they didn't need to do that. Uh, I get why they did it, because it, it was so tickets, mm-hmm. obviously. But for these movies to be better in my eyes, they need to cut out all that fluff and just do more important shit. Kind of reminds me of... Uh... You know the newest Star Wars movie mm-hmm. where they had the the casino scene or the casino planet. Yeah, and you're like, why are they here? Yeah, and then it, and you find out they're there for like a an environmental message or something like that, or like a, yeah. a war message. Yeah, it's like look at what war does. It hurts horses. <laughs> and they and ride the horses like okay like. I get why they're there. They needed that the hacker dude in yeah. order to yada yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things like you get why they're there, but they could have done it differently. <laughs> and they're also like when they're there, they're not there to do the things that they were supposed to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Like they were like taking their sweet time finding this dude with the ring, and then they were trying to free the animals, mm-hmm. and then like <laughs> they're trying to save the animals, and they were trying to like ride him off into the pl- I'm like what what okay focus mm-hmm. focus movie we're here this is a Star Wars movie guys <laughs> we're here to save people okay and, and it's so annoying cuz it's not even like the Star Wars movies aren't even that complicated yeah they're not they're all very simple movies and that's kind of what I like about them cuz it's simple movies and they're kind of like they do what they do well maybe that's you know, maybe that's the um, the lesson for the for the last Star Wars movie. If you get too complicated, then everything it turns into the prequels. <laughs> it messes up. It messes up everybody, and everybody's gonna die, and it's all your fault because you made things too complicated. Yeah, and I feel like the Marvel movies has that issue where like they're supposed to be simple movies, right? You can see that because we just went on an entire tangent how they're all very basic, mm-hmm. right? But the problem is that they want to add all this fluff and all this unnecessary shit and all this like they want to make it more complicated than it's supposed to be in order to like, I don't know, make the fans happy. Yeah, I don't know. Like add in like extra bits that like, like, like you were talking about, like Planet Hulk. It's mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't have known yeah. about that. But if I were a comic book fan, I'd be very happy, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, you would think. I'm a comic book fan. I like Planet Hulk to a certain extent. But, like, watching that, because I'm a, okay, as much as I am a comic book fan, I'm a way bigger movie fan, right? Can I cut you off for a second? Sure. Because 
I say you say that though, right? That mm-hmm. they like to add a, a lot of extra fluff into mm-hmm. movies, but then they take out like really important parts for characters in the movie, mm-hmm. right? Like you were saying, like why are they adding all this extra stuff when they could be like maybe doing important f- stuff, doing important stuff, or focusing on their characters? Mm-hmm. Just like Doctor Strange, we were talking about like. He's not a very complicated character, mm. but his backstory is very important. Yeah. That would be like, so I guess for people who don't know, like Doctor Strange had a sister who died. Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't that she just died. She died because Doctor Strange wanted to operate on her. Yeah. And he was trying to save her and he couldn't yeah. basically. So that's like why he works so hard. Mm-hmm. to be a doctor yeah. and why his hands are so important because he's a surgeon mm. and that's his whole backstory mm. S- to sum it up right yeah it's probably more complicated than what i'm saying but like not really uh, doctor strange origin does back when superhero origins was super simple that- <laughs> but like that's like saying you know that's like taking out like <laughs> the way we described it, i think was that's like taking it out Bruce Banner's parents dying, not Bruce, Bruce Wayne's parents dying for Batman's story. Yeah. Or the story. Like, I guess you can make it so, like, he just wants to fight crime. But I feel like the death of his parents are very important. Yeah, because, like, because otherwise, like, the Doctor Strange in the Marvel movie just seems like a rich, like, jerk. Mm-hmm. Like, a rich, egotistical jerk. Who's mm. only who only cares about having money and being a surgeon? Yeah, like it doesn't really like. There's no backstory about his sister. There's no reason why he wants to be a doctor. There's no reason why he works so hard. Yeah, there's it's just to have money, and then like that's not really the reason for him being a doctor and for him to be so focused on being a doctor. Yeah, like like when his hands get injured, right? Like I get like why he's like, oh, I can't operate anymore. But that's yeah. not all a doctor does. He can yeah. still do a lot of shit to help people, but he's so focused on his hands. That like I feel like that would matter if he had an origin story, where like he yeah. he does he operates on people to save lives, right? Yeah. Um, but he doesn't do that in the movie because he doesn't have that backstory with his sister. He doesn't have that motivation to like save um, people's lives like he does in the comics. I'm gonna argue with that for just you know for argument, just mm. for you know devil's advocate Mm. but let's say like i hurt my hands and i like to draw Mm. right i'd be pretty devastated that i couldn't draw because Mm. it's my it will be my livelihood it is my livelihood Mm. so that makes sense to me why he would be so devastated i guess but dr strange isn't just a surgeon i know yeah but i I see what you mean yeah but he he isn't just a surgeon like in the comics when he decides to like stop operating on people because of his sister, he ends up being like a researcher instead. Yeah. He he focuses solely on like research and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't know what she had. She has like cancer or something. <laughs> she had like some kind of like brain, whatever. Yeah. It, comic book disease. <laughs> she was dying of something. Yeah. You know. But um, uh, but but that's kind of like my point where like they take away that mm-hmm. in order to i don't know i don't know have, i don't know what happened in have Dr. some Strange. kaleidoscope effects <laughs> like i i don't i don't know 
like like Doctor Strange to me is like one of those movies that I was kind of looking forward to because mm-hmm. like I didn't expect a Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, I, I will, at the time we were like, oh, there's a couple of comic book heroes we would love to see, mm-hmm. right? Doctor Strange was one of them, right? I wanted to see Aquaman, and yeah. then that came out. <laughs> <laughs> Right? And my dream came true. <laughs> I I remember when we were talking about like comic book movies that we really want to mm-hmm. see. I was like, I want to see a Green Lantern movie. And it was like, oh. like there is one. We're like, no, there isn't. That's not Green <laughs> Lantern movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Even Ryan Reynolds doesn't want to think about the Green Lantern movie. <laughs> well, Ryan Reynolds was in a Green Lantern movie. <laughs> but yeah, like. But like you said, like I want to see a Doctor Strange movie, right? Because you like the comics, the, the few that you read, mm-hmm. and like I think the character is somewhat interesting, albeit like plain. Yeah. But he has something there that work in the movie because he's so simple. I think he's like a really like I think as in like a superhero, mm-hmm. his, his powers are like his toolkit awesome. is so cool. He is so awesome. Yeah, the eye of Agamotto, the the cape is like mm-hmm. all all his powers are nothing like it is in the movie, yeah. and that sucks. Because <laughs> he's so like it's it's like he becomes what's it, what's it called the um, grand sorcerer supreme. Yeah. the... I was going to say the grand, like, poobah. I, I, I don't even think that's right. I, I think it's, like, Sorcerer Supreme, but I, it, it, it might be something else. It's, like, Sorcerer something. I think, I mean, that sounds kind of right. Yeah. But, like, I feel like the animated movie... The animated <laughs> movie! so much better. It's not even... It's, the animated movie is not even good. But right? it did it so much but better. Anim, the animated movie sets up his backstory. Yeah. Plays up his trauma. Introduced the one... Faces off Dormammu mm-hmm. in a shorter amount of time in a more concise way that you're invested all the way through. <laughs> the MCU movie, MCU movie does not do that. <laughs> I don't even remember how he did it. How did he defeat Dormammu? In MCU? Yeah. He didn't. He went in and like, Dormammu, I want to make a deal and just time looped it. Because the Ayo Agamotto can do time loops for some reason in the fucking movie. Oh, that's lame. That's really lame. Because he didn't have enough time to train. That's why. And it's stupid because the entire movie is him training. Yeah. But he had he didn't have enough time to train. Because he caught his like his like the the he became like sorcerer supreme or whatever Hmm. at the end. Yeah. He became like at the very end of the movie. Hmm. So like what did he have to learn? He couldn't learn anything. You could say that, like, maybe when he became Sorcerer Supreme, that, like, it just, like, transferred, like, all into his mind brain. Mm. And, like, now he just knows everything. But that shouldn't be how it works, you yeah. know? It, it's so weird. Okay. This is a small tangent I'm going to have, yeah. right? But I feel like this is very indicative of what I'm talking about right now, which is I don't think... A lot of you who's making the MCU movies mm-hmm. completely get the characters or what they're working with, right? I feel like Doc Strange is the most apparent uh, ver- uh, example of that. Mm. I think another example is the Guardians of the Galaxy, but at least what they changed was good, mm-hmm. right? Um, another example is like Ant Man. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know what happened in that movie, but I feel like they don't understand the character of uh, Scott Lang that that well. Mm just remembered his name um 
with another example is a uh, black Wid- um black widow quicksilver scarlet witch all these characters i feel like the- quicksilver i forgot about him because yeah, like, he died. all these all these side characters and even some of the main characters i feel like they don't quite understand like what mm-hmm. made these characters well mm-hmm. and even like oh uh, what, what made these characters good and like what um made them so compelling mm-hmm. the only real exceptions to that was Captain America Iron Man to a certain extent because I feel like Iron Man is so much different from the comics that that's also the case mm-hmm. um and like Spider-Man Spider-Man but like there's very few examples of them and I say about it's like a 50-50 toss-up whether they change it for the better or for the worse mm-hmm. right like Garden Galaxy that was for the better Thor, more or less for the better, mm-hmm. right? But like, oh, Ant-Man, you just take away his personality. Yeah. And Doctor Strange is the most egregious example of that. Yeah. Um, it, it's one of those things where I wish different people were working on these movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say different people, I mean like, oh, I don't like these directors. But I just mean like, I wish they all felt differently. Yeah. They all feel very samey because they all have this formula to it. It just feels like a cash grab. Yeah. Which they are. I mean, they all are. All movies are cash grabs. Yeah. Right? But... But this one They don't necessarily mean that... Okay. The MCU movies feel soulless. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like there's a difference between cash grabs... You know, because like everybody, everybody wants to make a good movie and everybody wants to be successful. Mm-hmm. That's true. But this, I think that's different from a cash grab movie, mm. which is just like, I'm doing it solely to make, to money. make money. Yeah. To make money. And it doesn't matter the creativity. It doesn't matter like what, you know. Yeah. Because that's, that's the thing with these superhero movies. And like I said, the MCU... It's not the only company that does this. Yeah, DC definitely. is just as bad, if not worse. I think DC DC makes movies that are just they're just not very enjoyable. Yeah, like that's the difference between like a, a Marvel movie and a DC movie is yeah. that I enjoy one and the other one I don't. Yeah, you know, except for maybe the most recent Aquaman and like, and I hear Wonder Woman's good. I haven't watched it. it. Yeah. But um, but it's one of those things where like the Marvel movies feel soulless. I don't feel like they're trying to tell a compelling story. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're trying to just do a spectacle to make money. Yeah, it's like people say it's like junk food for for your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's such a shame because I feel like you can do better. Mm-hmm. Cause the one of the main reasons why I like comic books, uh, superhero comic books so much, is that they're not always like these basic stories. Because mm-hmm. they, um, they always, they don't always, but a lot of times they go into like what it means to be a superhero, like what what does a superhero mean to the average person, In- and like what like, and like how these heroes interact with the people. Yeah. Right. And like, and there's a lot of times where they go through their own, like, um, like identity issues and like they go through like their own, like, development in terms of being like a, the superhero they want to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's very compelling stuff. 
but I don't think the MCU and DC DCU does that. You know what uh, I was gonna say, but do you know I I think the the X Men movies do a, a much better job. At least, okay. Untelling, say, yeah, untelling the superhero side of yeah. things. Yes, I agree there. But I think that's the point of X Men anyway. Yeah. So, at, at least, at least the first two movies. Yeah. I liked Logan. <laughs> oh, and Logan. Logan is a very good example of what I want in a superhero movie. Yeah. In terms of like, um, what it means to be like a superhero, a superhero, or like who he is. Yeah. Right. And like how Logan has dealed with. Uh, everything that happened to all his friends and family and stuff like that. I feel like Logan is such a good example of what I kind of want superhero movies to be. Not all superhero movies should be Logan, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I feel like Logan is a very special case, mm-hmm. but I feel like they need to take more of what Logan did. Yeah, because I think Logan was just like, it ended really well for me mm-hmm. anyway. And I don't really know much about X-Men. I don't know anything really about Wolverine. Yeah. Um, but like I watched the movie, I was invested, and like I cared about like the characters in the movie, mm-hmm. you know. And um, you could kind of see like like Logan, like Wolverine, like mm. kind of like change change throughout the, the movie, movie. Yeah. like become like like kind of like uh like he knew he was gonna die anyway yeah at the end he knew he was going to die yeah it was more like it was it was kind of like um because he wanted to die Mm -hmm. and then at the at the end of the movie he was like he was kind of like ready Mm -hmm. ready for it yeah you know and it was like he was he could never pull the trigger Mm. to actually kill himself mm. but then at the end when he had to pr- actually protect somebody yeah that's when, when he, he was willing. when he actually needed to be a hero yeah that's when he was like willing to like yeah actually like die which i thought was like wow i mean that's kind of like how you should leave it it's kind of like it mm. was like a really bittersweet ending where Th- like, that's that's what i mean by like these superhero characters have stories to tell Mm-hmm. But I don't think they could do that in most of these MCU and DCU movies. Yeah, Logan, like Logan is a very special example because it very much shows how you can handle these heroes. Mm-hmm. They don't always need to be like a spectacle, or yeah. like they don't always need to like fight against a big bad, mm-hmm. right? Logan like had a big bad and like. It was, was himself. It was himself. <laughs> oh, symbolism. I mean, like he had a he had a big bag and it had like fight scenes. Yeah. But that wasn't important to telling the story. Yeah. Right. It was important. It, it was like a driving force in the story. Mm-hmm. In the sense of like, yes, he had to face against it. He had to use that in order to become a hero. Yeah. But it wasn't important in telling like this is what it means to be a superhero. Yes. Uh, this is what it means to find a place in this world, which is very much what X-Men was about. Yeah. And this is like, this is who the character of Logan is. Yeah. And that is what I want more superhero movies to do. Like, I feel like, and I, I don't want to, and I, I feel like Logan had some problems. Mm-hmm. But like with all movies, like, yeah. and Logan like had some very apparent problems. True. Yeah, but, but I feel like every movie has its problems. Mm. Um, I just think that it really worked very well for a superhero movie. Yeah. Um, one thing that really like um, stood out to me mm. 
uh, for Logan was the way that they handled like uh, Professor X. Mm. And I just like, I don't know. I really felt like felt something there. Yeah. Because it was like Professor X is his character. That's like, even if you don't really know X-Men, yeah. you know, Professor X, right? Yeah. You know, Wolverine. You, you know who Wolverine is yeah. at least. And then and you, if you know Wolverine, then you kind of know who Professor X yeah, is. Yeah. You're like, oh, he's that bald guy. Yeah. In the wheelchair. Um, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Professor X. Um, I just think that, uh, like, even if you don't really know who they are, right? Like mm-hmm. I said before, Professor X is like this really smart, intelligent guy. He's like the leader of the X Men. Mm-hmm. He has a school, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's got like telepathy or something like he yeah. can like read minds he, and he, he do a lot of things. yeah so he was like this really powerful like really knowledgeable guy mm. and to see him like really frail and mm. like really like brought down to where he is and yeah. to see him like lose everything yeah. lost his school lost a lot of his students yeah and like to see him in a position where he's like losing his mind losing his mind like the thing that gave him his powers, yeah. he's like losing it, and to see the position where like his, basically his own son Wolverine has to take care of him. Yeah. And for like, to see where they are is like very touching, and it, it literally in the theaters broke my heart when Xavier was talking to Clone Wolverine. Yeah. And then he was talking about how like he and then like they have Clone Wolverine kill him right there like. Oh no! Because <laughs> uh, to see Professor Xavier to grow up with the X Men movies and see or that even character, the, or even the show, or even the show, or even the comic books, to see yeah. that character brought down to the position he's in, yeah, and to see him go out like that, it's kind of it, it breaks my heart. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like the the movie does that very well, and it's something that. I wish more movies, more superhero movies can make me feel. Mm. Right? It's one of the things where in the Justice League movie, when Superman was talking to like the kid in the beginning, mm-hmm. like that scene was not done well, obviously, for, for a lot of reasons. For the CGI mustache mm-hmm. thing and for like how everything's angled and the dialogue that was happening. And um, that, that scene was not done well. But I feel like they want to do something like that more where it's about Superman being a hero and being an icon rather than just a character. Yeah. Right. Even though like I appreciate Superman as a character, like I said this before, Mm -hmm. my favorite superhero is Superman because of the comics, because of his identity and because of how he has to deal with being a superhero and even though he wants to be human so much Mm -hmm. but he can't because he is superman i think they touched on it a little bit in the they touch on it but i it's not done well i feel like it's more it's like so heavy-handed yeah the idolization the like um you know the nods to being like a god mm-hmm. like i get it yeah but but, but here's the thing with me and Super, uh, superman um 
as much as it's important for Superman to be uh, an icon, mm-hmm. to be someone that people look up to for comfort and safety and yada yeah. yada, I feel like it's also just as important to show that Clark Kent is human. Yeah. Right? And you don't really get that in any of the Superman movies. You don't. The closest thing you get is Man of Steel, and that had a bunch of other issues with it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the closest thing you get, and even that movie didn't do like Clark Kent human that well. Yeah. And there's so many there's so many things that I just feel like these writers don't know how to write Superman. And yeah. to be fair, I myself don't think I can write a good Superman script, mm-hmm. but I at least know what a good Superman script is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're not writing Superman as they should. In your opinion, yeah. In my opinion, I don't think I don't think anybody who look at these uh, Superman as a character in the DCU movies would yeah. think that's a good character. I don't think most people would think that. I think most people agree with me, but like he's just not a good character. I, I don't think people agree with my opinion. I people I think a lot of people out there just think Superman's a bad character, which I disagree harshly. <laughs> I disagree very harshly. I don't think Superman's a bad character. I just feel like he needs to be written differently than most other characters should. Well, because everybody is like, oh, Superman's a like a goody two shoes. Superman's know? a goody two shoes, and he's overpowered. Yeah, that's always a, uh, that's always he's a thing. He's a poster boy. Yeah, but for... I feel like people forget, not forget. People don't realize that you don't. You don't need to see a right Superman like that, mm-hmm. or not not necessarily right Superman like that. That's not what you. That's not what you're supposed to focus on when you write Superman. Yeah, you're supposed to write Superman as someone who is important to the people, mm-hmm. and someone who is also want to be human. Yeah, like I said, as important as Superman, the icon, the savior, the the man of the uh, the superhero of the earth, mm-hmm. um, is supposed to be. It's also just as important to establish Clark Kent the human. Mm-hmm. That's why in the comics, I really like Clark Kent with his son. Or mm-hmm. Clark Kent with Lois Lane. Or Clark Kent with Jimmy. Those interactions... Jimmy? <laughs> I think his name is Jimmy. There's some guy, just some guy named Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Is that his friend? So Jimmy Olsen is a photographer, reporter, I don't remember. But he he's basically interns at Daily Planet, and he finds out about Superman's identity, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, but he's just a normal kid, right? Yeah. So Jimmy Olsen basically helps Clark Kent hide his identity. Oh. Yeah, uh, and Jimmy Olsen is I think is such a precious character in the comics because he was so hard. To be a hero like Superman, Aww. because before he finds out about Superman's identity, he just idolizes him, mm-hmm. and like he wants he wants to help the people so much, and he admires Superman so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, like I I like Jimmy Olsen a lot. I feel like Superman is such a good character to write for, but I don't feel like people are writing him like they should. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like that's the right thing to say because there's no one way to write a character. Yeah. But I feel like the way they're writing it is worse than what I think they should write it as. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I went on a big tangent there about Superman because I, I care a lot about Superman. But yeah. <laughs> is there anything else? 
with the DCU and MCU movies? Uh not really. Not not really for me. Yeah. You think we just exhausted all our things we gotta talk about? I mean, for 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 DC, the for the movies, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I think I've made my opinion pretty clear. Mm. I think they're all the same, mm. pretty much for the most part. Mm. I think there's there's each there's something in every movie or in most movies that's redeemable, mm. right? That there's things that I like about each movie. Don't get me wrong, mm. uh, of the movies that I've seen. Um, but I cannot say the same. <laughs> but there's like. Do I think that every movie is good? No. No. Do I think that any of them are, like, really spectacular? No, not really. Not as a movie. No. I I just think that they're very... Eh. Like people say, they're like junk food for... For your eyes. For your eyes. Yeah, like I said, I think the best movie is Guardian Galaxy 1. Yeah. Right? Um, And I feel like it's because it... it the best movie mm-hmm. out of all of them um because they would tell a story in a very concise way and it's very there's no like super unimportant fluff in it mm-hmm. um and the feels great and but even lot. then it like suffers from if i could if yeah. there's one thing about it that it suffers from a really forgettable villain it, it suffers from a forgettable villain and uh, it suffers from all the heroes being basic, which is not necessarily a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, it, the issue is there's so many characters that they have to be all basic. Yeah. They can't have, they can't all have, like, like their own movie. Yeah, their own movie, which, like, to be fair, like, that isn't a, that isn't a problem that they can fix, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I would still say, like, it's an issue, but it's not something that they could fix with the thing that with the things they have. Yeah. Right. Um but yeah, it suffers from a forgettable villain and it suffers from some awkward writing sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that, that's about it. Yeah. I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy is the best movie of all all the DC uh, MCU movies. Mm-hmm. And I feel like most of them are below average. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say about that part. Uh well okay before I want to completely drop this topic, uh what do you think about Endgame so far? What you know of Endgame? Endgame yeah. I don't really care. You don't care? I don't care at all. <laughs> I mean we're still gonna see it obviously right? I didn't care about the last movie. If you were yeah. And I don't really care about this one. Yeah. I I just I don't I mean I just really don't care. I and I I feel bad for saying it but but not really <laughs> like because i feel like that's just really dismissive like oh i don't really care about it but mm. i honestly don't care whether i see it or not mm. like it won't affect my life yeah in any way except that everyone will be talking about it mm. but it's not like i really cared about the movies anyway yeah so i'm just curious to see how it ends yeah and I guess so. And that's about it. Yeah. Because for, for, for me, um, the only thing I'm not excited for about Endgame, well, I'm not excited for a lot of things, mm-hmm. but the thing I'm most not excited for is, is the fact that it's a three hour long movie. I've heard, yeah. Yeah. I've heard it's really long. Uh, I do not like that because 
I even though like I feel that like movies are getting longer and longer and longer. You gotta put an intermission in between. Yeah, <laughs> even though movies are becoming like longer and longer, mm-hmm. I feel like superhero movies don't need to be three hours long. Three hours is a long time, but see, they want to. It's three hours because they gotta fit in every like, you know, okay. A-list actor in there. Okay, we are we are definitely gonna be talking about this again in the future yeah. because that's the whole reason I brought this up. Yeah. And I will correct myself when it comes around, mm-hmm. if it's the case. But I feel like Endgame is going to have so much fluff that they can cut out maybe an hour of that movie. Mm. I feel like there's going to be so much unimportant scenes that at least an hour of it is just not going to be needed. <laughs> I bet they're going to come out with like a director's cut and it's going to be like four hours long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you come out with my cut and it's only like an hour and a half. <laughs> Oh no! But yeah, that if if it turns out to be a case where they actually need all three of those hours, mm. I would say so when it comes out. But as of right now, I don't think that's gonna be the case. Mm. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's it for our MCU talk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back here again. Yeah, at some other time. And after Endgame, I don't think I ever want to talk about the MCU ever again. Is this the end of everything? No. It's going to be more movies, but that's the end of that phase of heroes, basically. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know if they're going to bring back all of the heroes, but that is pretty much they want to rotate more heroes in. Oh, because everybody's like. contract is running out. <laughs> I feel like that's the case, but I can't confirm. I'm not in the industry. I can't confirm that at all. I don't know. I'm I'm just speculating mm-hmm. that people's contracts are running out. And they're becoming too expensive. Yeah. But, yeah. Done with that. Mm-hmm. After Endgame, I never want to talk about this movie again. Unless, you know, it's a Q&A thing. But mm-hmm. I, never. Not, not as a podcast topic. <laughs> all right. Is there something else you want to talk about? Um... I did want to talk about something, mm-hmm. but I'll save it for next time because I think it'll be like pretty long. Well, what are we episode five? Yeah, second, huh? We're on episode five. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So this is episode five, Sarah. We've yes. been doing this for five weeks, right? Wow, that's a long time. Once you say it like that. Yeah. Well, it's it's a, it's a month and a week. Yeah. So, I want to ask you mm-hmm. now that we've done this for a decent amount of time. Yeah. Um, not a long time, but a decent amount. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we've we look like we're committed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we at least look like we're committed. Yeah, yeah. We are. We are going to start uploading this to actually podcasting sites soon. Mm-hmm. I will make an email, right? <laughs> yeah, that will be in the description that I cannot name right now because I haven't actually made it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to ask you, mm-hmm. where do you want to go with this podcast? Where do I want to go? Mm-hmm. It's a short thing. Just like a little like uh, state of the podcast, I guess. <laughs> um. Well, I like doing it for fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like if you do it for profit, it's not so fun anymore, right? Yeah. You know, so I'd like to keep doing it for fun as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think we'd always be doing it for fun anyway. Yeah. yeah. I can't in, in my head. I can't imagine being very big yeah you know we'd have to be doing this for like 10 plus years i feel like yeah and maybe we'll get like a thousand subscribers yeah wouldn't that be nice but um 
yeah, I mean, like, it would be, um, it would just be, like, it would just be cool, I guess. Yeah. Well, like, I said this before to maybe other people. I don't know if I said this to you, but I feel like podcasts aren't, you don't get big on YouTube, obviously. Yeah. The only podcasts that get successful are people with, like, established fan bases. Yeah, like H3H3. H3H3, or... H3, uh, Hello Internet, yeah. like, the, what was uh, other podcasts basically mm-hmm. uh, like celebrity podcasts yeah right so i feel like making this podcast i never i'll, I'll never expect this to be big mm-hmm. i'll never expect this to be successful mm-hmm. and i don't necessarily like not want it to be successful mm-hmm. of course i want it to be successful yeah but i feel like if we if we did this with zero subscribers or a thousand subscribers mm-hmm. or a million or whatever i will still be doing this the same right yeah. So to me, what's important is that the people who are watching, or just our friends mm. who watch, if they enjoy it, especially our friends, mm. if they enjoy it, then that's all that really matters to me. Because mm-hmm. I'm shocked mm-hmm. that they enjoy it. <laughs> they just enjoy us talking. Yeah, because they hear that all the time. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so I don't really understand why they enjoy it so much, but. Um, yeah, because, like, uh, Ben was telling me today that uh, he and Pam listened to it mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was, I was like. That's weird. Yeah. That was, it was weird. It's not weird to listen no, to it together. No, keep doing it. Yeah. But it's weird for us where it's like, oh, they, people listen to us, like, yeah. as a group? <laughs> I, I thought that was like, oh, it's very nice that you're, that you both are very supportive of like the things that we do mm-hmm. and we really appreciate it so thank you um yeah it's just really just that our friends watch too mm-hmm. or listen mm-hmm. you know, it makes well, me feel anyone good. else who are listening like oh yeah and anyone else well yeah. like, that's why i always want to say like i want like this interaction because like it's just us two that's talking yeah but we also talk about like a lot of other shit that i feel like it's more important to get other people's views on it. That's, yeah, definitely. Like, um, because the audience is so small, um, we don't get a lot of comments. But, like, stuff I really want to hear about is, like, from our, like, robot prostitution episode. Yeah. I want to hear people's opinions about that all day. Yeah. For our things where I ran about culture, and it was just us arguing about whether food is important to culture or not. Mm-hmm. I want to hear people's opinions about that because I know I'm in the minority there. Mm. <laughs> right? Um... And like, uh, even in this, with the movies, I know we're both in the minority in the MCU movies. Yeah. That we don't like it. So I kind of want to hear people's opinions about that, like what they like, what they don't like about the MCU movies. Because mm-hmm. I doubt even if you do like the MCU movies, you don't like everything about them. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you like everything about them, you you should at least reestablish <laughs> what you like about the MCU movies then. Yeah. Um, But... I kind of, I really want to hear other pe- people's opinions. I really want to encourage that in other people mm-hmm. who, who are watching this. Cause, uh, because like I said, I want to hear these opinions and I want to like talk about them. Mm-hmm. Right. And I want to see where other people are coming from. Um, so if there's anything I want out of this podcast, it'd be that. We don't need um, a lot of people, but I, if people are talking back and forth with us, yeah. that's what I want. I would love... And I think we've mentioned this before, but I, I would love a conversation mm-hmm. because I think, like I said before um, in our previous episodes, that we do live in a little like 
uh, in a bubble, like mm-hmm. a little echo chamber, especially if it's us too. Yeah. Because, you know, we're, we don't agree on everything, but we agree on a lot of things. If you listen to the last podcast and you really see that we don't agree yeah. on everything. We don't agree on everything, but we do agree on a lot of things and a lot of our, um, you know, like our, our morals and our like ideals and everything, they kind of align. Mm-hmm. So like for, for us and like our friends probably, and those are sort of similar. Mm-hmm. So I would love to hear like something that it's like something so something different. Something a us. little bit different yeah. or a lot different from our opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm willing to listen to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so we both are. Yeah. I'll even listen to like people who are preaching out in Berkeley. I love that stuff. I don't. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. So yeah. Endgame is a month away. So in a month again, we will talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I will have some opinion. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully since Endgame would just come out, people will actually watch the podcast and we'll get people's opinions on it. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Because the way I'm planning it is that we watch Endgame on the Thursday it comes out. And then on the Saturday, we upload the podcast. Mm. So... So hopefully, we maybe we'll get a boost in yeah, the in, boost in the algorithm, <laughs> a boost in subscribers. I I have to do a special thumbnail for it. Are you going to? Maybe I'll do clickbait for it. <laughs> uh, Endgame is what you'll never believe. What happens in Endgame? Our opinions on end Endgame is is garbage, or. Endgame number one movie of the year. <laughs> I don't know if you notice in all the titles, yeah. but, um, but I always make the titles as blank and blank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's a couple thoughts. Mm-hmm. So it's this thought and this thought. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for the Endgame one, it's like Endgame is garbage and best movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Really? You should put that. You should put that number <laughs> I would. That is so good. <laughs> Look for that in a in a month from now. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. In a month from now, an episode that'd be nine. Wow. Yeah. That's All right. Pre- that's pretty crazy. Well, with that, uh, this will be a little bit of a shorter podcast because we went longer on one topic. Yeah. And the other topics that I want to talk about is also going to be pretty long. Yeah, that's for next time. Next time. I hope it'll be interesting because mm-hmm. I find it, oh, I find it so interesting. Kevin knows. Yeah. So, <laughs> so next time we will um, we'll talk about that topic. Mm-hmm. That we'll leave off in a cliffhanger. <laughs> Ooh, what could it be? I so, hope people aren't excited about it because maybe it's not that exciting. No. Well, <laughs> we'll see. So, with that said, uh, I am happy resident couple, Kevin. <laughs> Are you going to outro yourself? And I've been Sarah. Okay. The, the other half. The other half. And this has been Just a Couple Thoughts. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>